Hi, welcome to Restoratively Yours, Belvedere Youth Club podcast series about restorative practice. I am Jenny Courtney, BYC's General Manager. We are a youth club based in Dublin in our city and in 2019 we embarked on a journey to become a restorative hub in the community. Restorative practice, RP in short, is a philosophy and a set of practices focusing on building and maintaining good relationships and dealing with conflict in a healthy way when it occurs. For us, it has become the way we want to do everything. In this series, you will hear our story, the ups and the downs of our journey through different voices. Dorothy, our RP consultant, will guide you along the way. We hope it will be inspiring and enlightening. Hello and welcome to our first episode. It's about the vision BYC is implementing with this project and the framework they designed for it. So you'll first hear from Paul and Dara about their involvement on the board and how BYC RP story began. Paul Butler. I have discovered that I've been involved here since 1992. So now that's over, over, over 30 years since when we started college, a bunch of us came down to help out on Tuesday nights for the drop-ins. And over time, some kept going. And then I ended up as the night manager for a while on the Tuesday nights. And then that kept going for a while. And then involved in running football teams, table tennis, whatever was going, you were kind of helping out with and 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 it just became part of this is what you did on a Tuesday, this is what you did at the weekend, whatever it was that was going on. And then when my own kids came along about sixteen years ago, I thought that was probably now I'm I'll be I'll be that's I'll be off. And then I ended up on the board and thinking that that was going to be a little bit a little bit more relief compared to the, the hands-on side but then that just takes off in a different way so yeah the, that that means i've yeah i i spend more time now writing and documenting and involved in uh proposals or other types of work in the area uh so it's less hands-on now so it's it's if, if some of the the young people i'd see i i would have had their parents on the football team. So, yeah, I, I, it's kind of my son now is involved here for his transition year. So it's, it seems like it's, it's going to be part of the family for, for a long time. But, yeah, you, I, at this stage, it's, I, it would feel it was a strange week where you weren't somehow writing an email on the phone, having some type of chat about something to do, to do with, with the club. But, yeah, you wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> So my name is Dara Lynch. I'm an architect and I am a member of the board. I'm one of the directors of BYC. Uh, I've been involved um, for about seven or eight years on the board. Uh, But my first contact with BYC was as a student more than 30 years ago. Um, I volunteered 
uh, in the club. So I used to come down and uh, help out with the kids and I did that for uh, about a year. Um, and then I, when I graduated, I spent some time abroad and uh, how I got involved again was um, someone asked me to get involved with the Belvedere Union and they needed someone on the union to uh, get involved with the BYC to improve the connection between the BYC and the, the Belvedere Union. Uh, the Belvedere Union is a past pupils union. Uh, so I happily did that. I, I was, uh, of all the activities that the Belvedere Union get involved in, the, the BYC was the closest to my heart anyway, because I'd been here before. So uh, very quickly I found that I was the only one uh, standing, if you know what I mean. And um, there was a kind of people sitting around the table saying, what's happening with the funding and so on. So I, I got involved in fundraising for um, the BYC. And I've been responsible for for that uh, for, uh, you know, um, eight years, seven or eight years that I've been. Um, <laughs> so it's funny because I've had no, I'm not, I don't think I'm very good at it. <laughs> uh, I've had no experience uh, of it but um, the one thing that that does keep that whole thing moving is that there's a network in the past pupils union that are benignly disposed towards the BYC anyone who's been to Belvedere somehow knows about the BYC knows it to be a good place knows that they do work right on on the the edge with people who need it the most and um, it's very easy to ask them to help. And they're, they're, it's extraordinary, actually, how it restores your faith in humanity, actually, fundraising. Uh, when you ask, most of the time, people say yes. Uh, very few people say no. Um, and people always avoid doing it. But um, it's actually very kind of uh, encouraging uh, to see how generous people are. It's, it's, it's kind of very gratifying. So um, we've like a, a fair number of people involved uh, on a corporate level um, and also organizing events. And most of the time we're looking at companies trying to um, find some way for them to participate in, in the BYC. And what we hope that will develop into is that you know we'll develop relations with these companies so that they'll employ our young people ultimately and um, because all of this youth work that we do here is really to enable the young people that come here to improve their station in life and if the Belvedere network can be part of that I, I think it's a really good um, partnership if you like. So probably four to five years ago, I would have participated in RP training with Emma up in uh, and some of her colleagues up in ELI. I, I would have tagged along uh, with, 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 with Jonathan and some of the other staff and just found it really refreshing, really interesting way of, of just Bringing something new, some some a different dynamic into uh, into the organisation. We were 
kind of looking at different ways of, 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 of not necessarily changing the culture, but just looking at how we might do things a bit differently. And RP seems a really interesting and innovative way of underpinning this shift or this kind of uh, new way of doing things. So when the opportunity came around to, uh, to, to access this, this funding opportunity, it, was, it, 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 it seemed like it made a lot of sense that we would, we would start thinking about if, if money was no object, how would, we, how would we turn ourselves into, at the time we were calling it this idea of a community hub for a restorative practice, we were looking around the country and we were seeing there was examples here and there as to where people had started things or tried out different ways of doing RP, but nothing had stuck as such. Like, I mean, there was, there was really fantastic examples, but the idea of actually creating a youth organization that was founded and had RP embedded into its principles and practices, uh, when that funding opportunity came along, then we, we really jumped at it. I always say when people say like, well, what's the, what's the um, impact of restorative practice? Uh, someone said, one of the kids came up to them and said, how come you don't shout at us? Um, so we're the only place where the kids come and no, no one shouts at them because we don't have to shout anymore. Um, we may shout for joy, <laughs> but we, we don't shout in anger because that, that's, that's, not, it's, that's not positive when you're trying to build relationships with people. And the kids here, they get shouted at at home. They get shouted at in school. They get shouted out by the guards in the street. They get shouted out by their friends. They, get, they, they have a lot of... Um, it's a tough place to live. It's a lot of aggression around. You know, there's a lot of... That, kind of uh, emotional disturbance around, you know. Um, so it's great that this is a place where they feel, I'm not going to get shouted at here. I'm going to get listened to here. So BYC model is displayed uh, on, in the building um, and it's also in the description of, of the podcast. But for those who cannot see it, um, I'm going to try to describe it. It's circular. At the center, you have the core concept, BYC, building relationship. In the first outer concentric circle, there are the four outcomes, role models, positive communication, inclusive structures, and community vision. In the inner concentric circle, RP core values are displayed, respect, inclusivity, voluntarism, empowerment, collaboration, problem-solving, engagement, and group responsibility. It's a lovely, colorful visual. Paul tell us, tells us how it was designed. So, four years ago, the original application process, I think by June, four years ago, we, find, we found out we were successful. Then it starts into the, like, working with the funder and all of a sudden there's a lot more funding available so then it, that starts to get very exciting about the, there's building work but then there's the planning process etc so then 
a lot of the the ideas if you like around how do we do restorative practice how do we how are we going to bring it in how are we going to do the focus became more about the building for the initial kind of phase of the funding so we were still there was training happening and there was connections with 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 uh, ELI and with with CDI in in those early stages and we hadn't quite got to the stage of recruiting recruiting our 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 coordinator and we were still kind of think, thinking about that because at around that time breed then got involved because in effect there was so much happening we needed a, a project manager it, 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 it was it, otherwise everything would have fallen between stools like jenny couldn't manage it jonathan i i was like I, was, I had my own work but so breed was brilliant breed came in then and she was managing the the kind of the contracts the building work dealing with with cfi all of that end of it and at the same time because she, she was studying to be, to be a mediator at that stage so it kind of fitted with what she was but she had to get up to speed on doing some training and restorative practice how does that fit and so by the time then the building work was, was starting to, to kind of move along and forget about COVID altogether for, for the time being. But as the building work was starting to happen, we knew we needed a plan to say, here's our strategy, here's our vision, etc. So between myself and Breed, we kind of came up with a work plan as to, right, who do we need to talk to? So some of it was face-to-face, some of it online. But for example... Uh, one in four as an organization they went through uh, a similar process as where they wanted to become a restorative organization so we spoke to their chair their ceo at the, at the time and lots of insights about what happened what went worked what didn't work spoke to terry o'connell like he was very good he was very he, he had he had a connection with one of breeds lectures out in minute from from previous work so we kind of had an in and so great conversations with, with the likes of 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 him so it, it and then we were reading whatever we could we were trying to pick the elements that mm-hmm. seemed to be uh like this is what rp is like you, you can't choose these ideas these are all a given so basically we were just immersing ourselves in all this material in all these interviews looking at that and uh, we'd spent we'd been out to claire claire had given us some some tips some some ideas and then we basically had to start writing so there was like a good few days out in in breed's place in my house in my house in breed's house where we had the flip charts out and we were drawing out and sketching what goes into a framework. What So I spent a lot of my work life developing frameworks. So I flip charts, circles, ang- like whatever. So that, there was probably about five, 10 different versions of this, of this uh, framework or the model until we kind of worked out right. This this tells like uh, it, it kind of it gives a picture like it's quite visual you can kind of get these are the main themes that we want to be working on and then you were able to look at the spokes inside that these are all equally important and these are kind of constantly moving so there's 
those eight core levers or they're, they're kind of like the spokes of the wheel and I, I, I if you remember those idea those fidget spinners do you remember those yeah. that if you it's like just to, to, to spin it around so if you could imagine so it, what we identified from all the research and all the interviews and the consultation everything we did that there was in order to drive this idea of road start practice the we 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 had the idea of role models, so that that was the board, the staff. We we were all going to 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 be able to model this idea, this these new ways of of, of trying to do our work, not new necessarily because a lot of it, the staff had been trained, the board were kind of up to speed on it. The idea of of positive communication again, this was going to be one of our like the the main drivers, if you like. Then inclusive structures meant around the policies, the procedures, everything had to be kind of, we had to either turn it upside down or we had to put, everything was on the table to be reviewed, to go, is it inclusive? Does it fit with, with our RP thinking? So that was like each, each of these different uh, kind of elements within the model all required a lot of work <laughs> like it wasn't that it was just that you stick it up on, on, on in a model and all of a sudden it, it, it's going to happen so for the structures it was clear what we needed to be able to do in terms of the community vision that was kind of something a little bit further down the line but again the reason we were doing this was that we were going to be in some way able to not just influence how the, the children and young people that we worked with uh, we're, we're, we're communicating, we're behaving, we're, we're engaging with each other, but it, we, it would also go back within their families, within their schools, within their other their sports. Or within, so the idea is that community vision was what was driving us. So we still had to do all the other bits first, but then as we've embedded, so if you like, so the community vision is the ultimate driver. The role models is, this is the training, this is getting everybody like on the one page, they know what they're doing, they're, they're, they're able to articulate for themselves. The positive communication then is that, that that's how do we get on with each other as, as board, as staff and team meetings and, and day to day, how do our children and young, or their young people like as they're engaging with each other, how do they live out this idea of restorative practice? And then the structures then obviously have to mirror. So if you like, as you spin that around, you can start then you have to look inside inside the model and then inside the model you have those these themes that are, and again i mean like if, if i'm a youth worker i say well these are all core elements of youth work like so it's 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 like you're taking out those youth work uh, principles or, or or ideas and we're, we're we're embedding them in this idea of of uh of, of rp and then if you go into the centre of it all the time, the centre of it is about how do you build relationships. And, and with all the research we did, with all, the, with all the, the, the consultation, you'd find that all the time you come back to that one idea, how do we build relationships? And within that then, you're talking about empowerment, collaboration, problem solving, engagement, responsibility, respect, inclusivity, and voluntarism. So these became the eight levers. So it's almost like you can spin it around and each of them should have some way of, uh, of having a meaning within the outer layer of, 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 the, uh, of the model. In a sense, they all are of, like, if, if we just said, let's do the community vision bit, it, it's, it's almost meaningless yeah. without the others.
like oh let's let's just do our policies and procedures and make sure we have the most inclusive organization it's like we always would have said working around uh, poverty issues or, 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 or uh, equality issues and often if an alien came down from outer space and landed in the equality authority 15 years ago and looked at all our policies uh, at a national level they would have thought this is the most equal wonderful country in the world like i mean it's yeah. without kind of go until you look, look at implementation all of the policies and procedures are only worth the paper they're written on so the inclusive structures are hugely important because they show that you're, you mean business but if the positive communication isn't happening in, in like if there isn't that sense of welcome when you come in the door if people don't if if the young people are, are, are aren't in some way they're not they're not living it it's not like you're, we, we've got this magic dust that we're, we're, we're kind of going to sprinkle on everyone when they come in the door but but there should be that idea of and, 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 and it feeds into it. So if there isn't positive communication, we should be able to look at our inclusive structures and go, how does that feed back into the other? If the role models aren't being role models, what, how does that feed back into the other sides of it? So is there a need for more training? Is there, so again, it's moving around. And, and that community vision has to be the bit that feeds why we're doing this. We're not just doing this so that our young people are the best or our youth workers are the best it's it's about how does this create a value for 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 the for the families that are like i mean we get we, we worked it out i think jonathan worked it out that like we we we, we at most we get a young person for 13 percent of their their week in terms of when they're out and about and in that whatever percentage of time that we have them how do we how do we kind of get them thinking along these ways so that they can understand because I mean again we can we can do this test but I mean I, in the ideal world what we had always wanted is that if you ask any young people to say right what does empowerment mean if you have to describe it now it's not the easiest thing to describe but they should yeah. be able to start yeah. to have those conversations and start to be able to think about what what those words inside the model because they are the levers they're the spoke there's what they're what make what makes it move or that's what what helps like kind of the, or what distinguishes if you like rp from from something else that we are always thinking about how do we build relationships if we're if two young people are having a row while they're playing a football match or in a homework club, or doing a drama workshop, how do we respond to that? And what does that what does our framework or our RP model? How does if that's up on the wall, how does that help us to manage those relationships in a way that 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 we are being restorative from how we manage that from the start whether it's within the circle at the end or whatever, all, all the various different tools that the, the youth workers have at their disposal, how are they making, making use of them so that all of those, those, those nice words <laughs> are actually becoming meaningful. Lastly, you'll hear some reactions from Dean and Kim, youth workers, and uh, from some young people when they look at the model. I think it's, it's, sort of, it's, a, it's a tool, I think, for people who come into the building more so than, uh, than us as staff, to sort of give them a brief snapshot of what restorative practice is and how we implement it. You know, obviously there's, there's overarching themes like community vision, role models, positive communication and, and inclusive structures 
And then within those teams, you have values like respect and collaboration, problem solving. They're all sort of key values of restorative practice. And I think it's, uh, I suppose it's a good visual to, um, if we do say it to sort of, to, to remind us what restorative practice is and how we can sort of instill it within ourselves um, when we're engaging with young people. But um, like if I'm engaging with a young person or engaging with a colleague um, and trying to be restorative, um, I, I don't think of the wheel or I don't think of the spinner as you would say um, I just think about how I've done it before and how I've practiced it and how I've um, learned Jordan trainings um, and such you know um, but it, it is a good tool I guess for people who wouldn't have an awareness of restorative practice um, I think they're all like um, I think all the values really are all sort of values that generally as a youth worker you would aspire to, um, to do you know um, I suppose just a general value of engagement in sort of being there for the young person or being there, being present as well, rather than just being here, but actually trying to engage with young people. That's 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 a big thing. I think that's half the battle. You know, if you meet that young person halfway and engage, um, then more than likely they'll engage back and, and engage positively. Well, it's funny because they actually do all interlink in terms of engagement, collaboration and volunteerism. Like, they all go hand in hand, you know. Like, it's it's very hard to just pinpoint one, I think, when you practice all of them, or when you hopefully practice all of them daily. Because it's like talking about everybody being respectful and it's talking about all the positive things that you should be doing in the club. There's two things I really like about it. Um, respect is a really good thing, and empowerment is, is also a really good thing. Yeah, how do you, what, what does empowerment mean for you? It just means standing up for yourself. Well, it says building friendships, that's kind of a step of how to be a good friend, or how to be friends with someone. Thank you for listening to our podcast and stay tuned for our next episodes.